Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Greetings and welcome to episode 22 of the Arcade Raiders podcast. This is what happens when you give a group of content creators a microphone and an audience. I am Jeremy, and with me, as always, on this lovely, gorgeous Super Bowl Sunday, is Jesse. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. What's Super Bowl? <laughs> you know, it's that thing where they throw a ball and they swing a bat and they go touchdown. Oh, sports ball. Right? Oh, yeah. I forgot about the sports <laughs> ball. No. No, no. Super Bowl Sunday. Um, it's pretty big. I don't know who's going to win. Um, just cause I really don't follow football too much. I used to, I used to be religiously addicted to football, you know, growing up, especially here in Texas. Yeah, same, you know, same. Yeah. You know. But sadly I'm up North and our team sucks. So, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, I was in a fraternity for a long ass time. So like every Super Bowl, like every Sunday was football day pretty much. So yeah, it's like yeah. you had to keep up net. Yeah. I remember growing up every Sunday was Let's see. Every Sunday was prep at ten thirty or eleven. You get there, you eat barbecue early, and then you watch the Cowboys play at either at either noon or three. And even if you didn't like the Cowboys, I think it was still. I think it's Texas law that you have to wear something Cowboys, even though you don't like them. I don't know. I'm sure somewhere it was written the bylaws. You know, yeah, I'm sure somewhere Jerry Jones is you know lobbied for that somewhere. But yeah, no, so it's the 49ers and Chiefs. Um, I really like though with this whole Super Bowl thing. I like watching people simulate the super bowl using madden oh yeah definitely you know the video game i think that's so funny because it never works it, it, it never it, it's it's so funny how it how they simulate it um but anyway so how was your week uh, it's been a very busy week like oh boy the good old royal rumble was sunday i watched the hell out of that as oh. i possibly could oh trust me i'm i was so excited to watch royal rumble this year because i never always missed it as a kid and now I realize uh, I'm an adult, and I got the service, and I got the money to go, you know, buy the pay-per-views. Like, okay, so I watched it, and I enjoyed it. That's what I did all, like, last Sunday. Yeah, that that was me growing up, too. You know, never had the money to do that stuff. It was maybe an off chance that maybe a friend's family would get that, and we'd go watch them. You know, but in the end, yeah, we're like, wait a minute. I'm an adult. I can buy what I want. And if I want to order this $60 thing, I will do it. I've done uh, that with some UFC fights, so. It was ten bucks a month, so I'm fine. So don't there worry. I didn't blow too much. It's like ten bucks I mean, a month. Yeah, ten bucks a month. That's a lot of entertainment. You know, if you watch it, you know, even for three or four hours a week, that's still a pretty good deal. You know? Oh, it is. That's yeah. still not bad for all that fall that entertainment you get on that. So entertainment. So the, the week's kind of been a little light. I guess we should start 
getting going with some news here? I guess we can. Every yeah, yeah, let's do yeah. this. Every yeah. week, we like to take a look at the news going on in our video gaming world. So now it's time for some AR news with Burger. Welcome to Arcade News, guys. Let's take the news at this week. In today's news, hey, the world is doomed! Yay! But in AR news, Flanking, Flake Inc. saw a big boost in players. And that's great for being an 8-year-old game. However, the players were doing this to get more information on the coronavirus. The game was designed to be realistic, but not a tool for science. Nomadic Creations, the creators, had to make a statement about this. <clears throat> However, please remember that playing corporate is a game, not a scientific model, and that the current coronavirus outbreak is not a very real situation to impact a huge number of people. Sorry, it's a very huge situation. My bad. Uh, I wrote this wrong. Uh, we would always recommend that players get their information directly from a local and global health authorities. So who the hell has turned to a video game for answers? Honestly, I don't turn to games for answers. I turn to for like non-answers. I turn to for distractions from real life. But yeah, so players have been trying to simulate the coronavirus and play a game. Like, oh, this is how the this is how we're going to die here. This is how we're going to die here. I think this is the silliest thing I've ever heard. But you know what? Think about it. Mm-hmm. When when. When most people get sick, what do they do? They put their sickness in Google and it takes them to WebMD and a thousand other websites that potentially are not 100% accurate or correct. Hey, hey, hey. I'm, so, I think I think cancer and pregnancy and also like, <laughs> like seven types of STDs, okay? Let's be clear about it, this. It's kind of like that episode <laughs> of The Office, you know, where he types in, what are your symptoms? And basically, you know, he types in the symptoms and, you know, it's something so weird and so odd. Um, kids, do not turn to video games to cure or to find out a cure for this. First of all, this is a very serious, you know, it is. Uh, it disease. Is. It's a very serious virus that's spreading around that is not fun. And, you know, it's, it's hurting people. And there are plenty of other, you know, scientific communities you can turn to for information. Yeah, YouTube. Um... <laughs> no no yes no yes, uh, actually, you do. I, I actually think that the cdc has a youtube channel yeah uh, so you know city cdc government documents you know you know turn to nih you know stuff like that to find out open and, a and freaking newspaper from, god damn it or and you know what if you feel sick and you have the means go to the doctor go to the doctor um but you know be careful be safe and don't just depend on a video game for the answers of a very deadly virus. Shh, maybe, maybe we just need to thin the herd out here, Sky. You know, let them rely on information from the video game. You know, we'll thin the herd. <laughs> we'll thin the herd. We'll we'll slowly break down Fortnite numbers and boom, <laughs> <laughs> bring balance back in the force. That's Let's, terrible. I mean, you know, uh, Thanos is right. That's that's saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh man okay so let's go just be and... safe kids be safe be safe be safe uh, don't trust play a game but play play a game it's a good game though it's a good game i yeah, enjoy cool play... game. i enjoy playing it once in a while like definitely kind of a good time waster but yeah so let's go on to the next story well let's talk about ninja 
Mr. Stringer Man, a millionaire, offer, shoe guy, and a Fortnite skin. Up all freaking things now. CNN Business has reported that, well, the price he was paid from Microsoft. Now, break yourself because the sum could keep two pizzas, two podcasters full of pizza rolls and, like, taken care of for a while. The grand total, prepare your jaws, 20 to 30 million. 20. Yeah, my job. 20 to 30 million right there for the big switch. And yeah. that that's like a lot more than like, I don't know, like, I have seen like companies go for less than that. Yeah. I mean, we all knew that it was something like that number. I mean, I think we kind of had it pegged that it was at least 20 million. Um, but I know in that article from Fraser Brown on, um, I think it was PC Gamer. Yeah, PC um, Gamer. He said he makes, he, on Twitch, he was making 500000 a month. Mm-hmm. So if you think about that, he just signed basically a four to five million, a four to five year contract with he Microsoft. Did. So, I mean, and that's guaranteed money, you know. It is. What if, what if some of these games he was playing, you know, goes and he loses money, you know. So that was guaranteed money. Business-wise, it was really smart. It was. Really, really smart. You know, because that opened him up. You know, after that happened, he got his shoe deal signed. You know, he got his Fortnite skin. He you was know, on he, TV a lot more because he was on TV. He his book was published. He was on Ellen. I mean, he was on yeah, what's that, what was that? What was that singing song? Mass Singer. Yeah, he's on that. Yeah, and he was on. I think he was on uh, episode of um, the Late Show with um, Jimmy Fallon too. So. Yeah, it's Jimmy Fallon. Who watched Jimmy Fallon? <laughs> Uh, so, you know, he, he, he's got a lot. I mean, so 20, 30 million is just the least of his, you know, money. I mean, he's making a crap ton more with everything else. But, but real talk here, like, okay. So our 30 million goes on table. Boom. Besides like paying off all your debt and making sure you're like, you know, shit's shit's like, you know, squared off. So that way you can like relax a little bit. What's the first dumb thing you buy? The first dumb thing I buy? Yes. Uh, Man, I just pay off my house. <laughs> but besides, besides uh, but, yeah, dumb like adult stuff. I, uh, dumb adult thing. The first thing I buy, I stupid me probably buys a nice, a nice, decent little cabin somewhere in the mountains to where I can just go and retreat from. <laughs> you know, but that's that's just me. Oh, trust me, I got this planned out in my head. <laughs> I got something planned out in my head. Oh gosh, what's the first dumb thing? Is it appropriate? It is totally appropriate here. Okay. Besides, what like, besides actually buying a house, I'm going to wire every room with speakers. And then I'm going to get the people that make the WWE intros for people when they come on the stage. I want <laughs> someone to, I want them to create an intro for me. First time I walk to a room, my intro just plays. And I'm just like, yeah! <laughs> Brace yourself! <laughs> It's like that episode of The Family Guy where he has a theme song that just constantly plays when he walks down the street. Oh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I want people to know I am here. <laughs> That's kind of a cool thing. I never thought about that. Dude, what's my mind when I'm, like, on, like, zero sleep and I'm working on side here? It's like, huh. I wonder if they can, like, I wonder how much it would cost me to get a custom, like, intro <laughs> that's kind of that is kind of dumb but that's kind of cool i like that idea welcome to my brain yeah <laughs> it's very scary uh should we go on to our last story of the day so prevent now we gotta talk about blizzard 
Oh boy. So to prevent future lawsuits and other BS, we had you know Blizzard made some big changes uh, with the release release of Warcraft Three Reforged. A lot of players were pissed off, mostly the custom game community. Some of the changes include uh, banning custom games that are copyright materials from a third party. What's understandable if you're a large company like Blizzard, you don't want to properties in your thing. Uh, however, a large part of these new policies says that Blizzard now owns all custom games made in Reforged. This, this, you know, of course, this involves removing inappropriate titles like, I don't know, like, horrible game that could get you banned on five countries but which is pretty much standard but this also follows the same path that epic and riot took with their custom rulings which is pretty much they have the copyright to the custom game so if another thing like dota were to emerge and we all recommend the whole dota league legends bullcrap where everything everyone wanted to own dota and yeah, mm-hmm. so I I see where Blizzard's going with this. They want to like cover their ass that way. Then go, it's our money. No, no, no. And then Valve looks at it, and then like Tessit looks at it. And they all gauge our DI. And yeah, like I and the fans are pissed off with this. Let me be clear with this: the fans are pissed. They've been review bombing the hell of this game. I'm Metacritic. Like, I think right now they're sitting at, like, a three. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's getting, it's getting bad for them. Um, So, like, yeah, I, I, I think I'll follow Blizzard here. Like, they're trying to protect their butts. They're trying to say, in case of another freaking lawsuit, we want to say, this is ours. Yeah. But I also feel for the, the creators themselves, because... How did they make money off that stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know too much about the the business behind, you know, all that stuff. I mean, if it's... That makes me wonder about things like Mario Maker and stuff, too. Do they have the same policies? You know, are those things made... Are they owned by Nintendo now? Nintendo can do whatever they want with them. Um, I assume that's the case. Um, I know people are pretty ups, you know, upset about that, especially that smaller community. But, I mean, I don't know enough about it to really give, I guess, a, yeah. I don't know, to say, you know, yes or no, this is crappy. I, I think it's, I think it's just a standard business practice that anything created in game is property of, you know, Blizzard or would be property. So, I don't know. I don't know how that's, how that's worded. It seems typical, though. It does seem typical, yes. This is like news practice because Remember back in the old Warcraft 3 days, like, custom games were kind of like a whole, like, oh, let's I'll try it out. I'll download it, you know. We gotta go to our yeah. site, so on and so forth. So everything's yeah. gonna be, like, localized. So you're not yeah. like, okay, there they are. Uh, and also, my bad, Metacritic user reviews are at a point five. Whoa. Yeah, I know. Uh, so far, uh, this current score is 63, which is okay. I've been getting average reviews about 79, 70s. So... Didn't really hurt so much, but the user reviews are definitely coming hard here. Hmm. Yeah, no, that's... It's interesting. I'd, li- I'd like to learn more and know more about... I'd like to learn more and know about, you know, things that are created within video games. How are they... How are they legally 
monetizer who owns them. It's like that new game coming out on PlayStation, Dreams. So Dreams. if you create if you create something in Dreams, does PlayStation own that? Or are you allowed to, you know, like, you know, save a game file and send it, you know, because I'm sure people will hack that and mod mm -hmm. that where, okay, maybe we can, I'm sure there'll be a way that they could create a game and just pull that data out and then be able to pass it on. Uh, but that's interesting. Like how, how, how do companies get away with, if you create something within their game, within their platform, who owns it or who owns the rights to it? I would assume the company does because, you know, it's, it's their platform that they're doing it. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Interesting. I mean, I, I, it's, it's even like, you know, like the engines, like the gaming engines, like you have to pay for the rights to use those gaming engines. Yeah. Now Epic doesn't own it, you know, once you create a game, but you pay for the right to use the engine. You do. So, yeah, I don't know. Interesting. I'd like to, I'd like to study that more and find out more. So if you're out there and you're in the video game world, and you know about that, let us know. Definitely. And you know what? We like to do every week here. Let's look at the free stuff you can get this week. On the Epic Store till the 6, you can pick up Farming Simulator 19. I can't wait to play that. Trust me. <laughs> uh, Xbox Games of Gold. You can get TT Isle of Man, which is pretty much from the super, like, juiced up, like, crotch rock type games. And Fable Heroes. Uh, PlayStation Plus, you can pick up Bioshock Collection and The Sims 4. So, decent picks this week overall, uh, except for unless, unless you're really deep in the farming simulators and, like, run around crotch rockets, like, oh, I'm going so fast here. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's me, though. Like The PlayStation Plus games, that Bioshock Collection, hands down, that is one of the best series ever. Um, the, Bioshock, the Bioshock games are just fantastic. Except for Infinite. Except for Infinite. I got I liked Infinite. I liked the action of Infinite. Um, uh, see, I was a big fan. I really liked it. I enjoyed it my first time. Then it's like, that's it. Like, I already know what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't much replay value for me. Yeah, the story the story is very confusing as it goes through, especially the end. Mm -hmm. um, like Or towards the end as it kind of goes through. It's very confusing, but it's pretty good. It's a nice little thinker. Um, but... Yeah, so, no, and then Farming Simulator, people love that game. I see people on Mixer streaming that game all the time. So you're, um, so you're telling me we need to do an AR Farming Simulator day? No. <laughs> yes. No, no, no. I'd yes. not play it. I think I grabbed it because I always grab the the get the get free games same, on Epic. And I always grab them. You know, that way they're in my library in case I ever, you know, want to play them. Um, but, no, that Bioshock Collection and The Sims 4 on PlayStation, that's a, those are really good games. So I would highly encourage those. I encourage you to check those out. Sorry. And I think that does for the news this week, guys. We'll come back next week for more news on my desk. Take care. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. All right, friends. This is the segment of the show in which we take a letter or note from a gamer out there and discuss the question or topic. We call this the mailbag. So here we go. Our question oh, involves the dreaded backlog. What does your backlog look like? Mine is about 50 or so games deep. What is yours like? How do you combat backlog? What are the games that people say are the greatest, but you haven't played yet in your backlog? 
And let's say that you had free time without interference just to play video games for your backlog. What game would you play? That is a question I get all the time about tackling my backlog. Do you ever get that question? <laughs> my backlog? <laughs> Jeez. They don't know what my backlog looks like. Uh, that's over my Steam. You'll be like, you got the backlog. Like, yep, I totally do. <laughs> Like ever, but no, you're pretty good about that though. I've seen you just kind of dabble in games. Like, I, I you'll just kind of play random games, yeah. So I've noticed that with you. You you like just dabbling some in games. I like to have my my interests open. That's my whole thing. It's like I can complete a game when I really do enjoy a game. Like I'd be like, oh man, this game is pretty good. But then it's like I'm not really enjoying the game. I'll stop playing it. You know. And I think that's the most important yeah. thing too. It comes to backlogs. It's like I always try to force myself to play a game all the way through. But now it's like I'm that age where it's like, why? Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind. Yeah, my backlog is about 25 deep now. Um, but I've kind of taken the approach of if I want to play it, I want to play it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am also this year not not that made absolutely no sense. I just realized in my head it, it sounded better. <laughs> um, but this year I'm taking the approach of I'm going to kind of play some older games and not be so quick to go out and buy every game. Um, that I see. So the thing is, is for me, my backlog always grows because I discover an old game that I missed or didn't play, you know, because I was playing Warcraft for a million years or, you know, because I was in in grad school or whatever. So Mm -hmm. there's a bunch of games that I haven't played, but I'm constantly finding, oh yeah, we'll add that to my backlog. So I just kind of stopped adding to my backlog. Um, I just wrote down a list. I have a spreadsheet of games that I haven't played that people talk about. I really don't call it my backlog. It's just games that I've never played that people say are cool and good. So maybe I'll go play those. Some of them I don't even own. Um, but, you know, I've just kind of, every time I see a title like that, I just kind of write it down. So theoretically, my backlog isn't very long. It's probably about 20 or 25 games. Um, but that's kind of how I combat it is I just play it. Uh, for instance, you know, um, Trails in the Sky has been in my backlog that I've seen it for so many years and I just haven't touched it. And then I beat it. So it just happened, you know. Um, but there is one game that I've been holding off for so much that is actually in my backlog. Which is? That that it is that game that if I didn't have any interference and I could just play games all day, I would want to play it. Um, but because it's so long, it's intimidating me to go back and play it. And that's Persona 5. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. But I've heard it's it's one of the best top RPGs of all times. Um, everybody loves it. Um, I don't mind the anime. I, I like it. Um, but it's just one of those games that when somebody says, oh, that's at least a 120 hour game, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's 120 hour games. I could play three or four other games in that time, you know? Same, same. Um, so, so that's where I'm kind of like, you know, if I had all the time, I would go back to my backlog and play Persona 5. I don't, so I don't what know. Is that, I don't know what is that one game my backlog. Have? I don't know. Cause it's like, I had this huge, enormous list of games. It's like, I can just throw a dart, and I'll hit a game. It's like, I'll give it a try again. Yeah, sure or not. Um, I know the game that everyone tells me to play is Final Fantasy VII, but it's like, do I wait for the new one to come out? Because it looks like it's going to be more, more, more my like, combat style, like we talked about last week on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, maybe a good RPG, like Tales of Vesperia or something like that, you know, or Tales of, mm. yeah. So I enjoy those. That's games. a new. That's a good one. Yeah, Tales yeah. of Vesperia is a fantastic game. Yeah, probably um, go with that one or like Dot Hack. 
because that's a good <laughs> that's a good RPG. Like, oh yeah, I've heard good things about that too. Um, yeah, I and you know what? When I see a lot of these games in my backlog, I notice I they typically tend to be longer games. So it's almost like I'm just putting them off. You know, like mm-hmm. oh they're longer, so I'll never get to play them. But I'm at that point to where those longer games give me entertainment longer and so i'm kind of moving towards those games instead of a game you know just being over in a week you know or two weeks um less and less am i playing those games and more and more am i playing so i actually think that the game i'm working on now which we'll talk about a little bit i'm gonna finish that series up and then i might just move on into persona 5 and maybe play persona all the way up to final fantasy 7 remake but you should most definitely play final fantasy 7 the original um even if you don't finish it mm-hmm. i highly suggest you maybe play through uh you'll know what you'll know what i mean if you play it um until you leave midgard and then once you leave midgard the game opens up quite a bit but i think that just play it through midgard and that's probably i don't know seven hours or eight hours maybe ten so it's not really a long time but i suggest you play through midgard uh, because it's fantastic and it'll give you kind of a sense of how the game is going to go how the game works out and and you'll get a sense of kind of that nostalgic feel and kind of the feel for how the game was made and the appreciation for that kind of art style um mm-hmm. but i mean I, I that's my suggestion at least play through leaving midgard all right so. i got, might get a punt <laughs> do you have it on switch or do you have it on pc uh Seven. i get that on the pc because i am a filthy filthy person that likes to go for steam sales and mm. just like ooh, i haven't tried this game yet and i just yeah. pick it up and i'm like eh, yeah I, I'll, I'll go to it again yeah yeah exactly but but you know what that's another thing that clogs up our backlog of those damn steam sales you know you have these steam sales or, or playstation sales or xbox sales um, like the Steam Summer Cell, which for me, that's where most of my games came from. So like for the Steam Summer Cell, that has increased my backlog. So I've kind of stopped avoiding those unless they're games that I want to play that I don't have yet. That's the only time I will kind of, you know, look at those games at all. But this this Steam is a very bad thing if you have a problem with a backlog and you're trying to combat it. <laughs> See, you that's, know? that's your game, but my my problem, I, that's your, like, fucking thing in the Steam sales. My thing is the home bundles, which you get to me all the time, because, like... Oh, yeah. You're like, yeah, I'll buy this bundle for, like, this much, and then it's like, oh, this is bad for me, you know? Yeah. It's like, I'll yeah, buy one game, weird. then I got, like, 20 more games, like, I'll get to those later. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's... The Humble Bundle, you know, they usually give you, what, like 12 games or 10 games, depending on what uh, they have. Yeah, with the monthlies, it's now 10 games you get to choose from. So it's like, you have 12, 12 games to choose from, you can take 10 home, pretty much. So huh. it's like, yeah, it's pretty nice. Like, I'm on a yeah. classic bundle, so it's like, yay. We're... Oh, but you still have, yeah, you've been letting it go, so you're still grandfathered into that classic I um, am. thing, yep. right? Yep. Yeah. I let mine lapse and totally forgot to do it, so... Anyway, although I am a humble partner, I mean, Same. you know, I am a humble partner. So, um, but you know, it, yeah, yeah. I see where that kind of gets your backlog too. I use a lot of those. I'm finding a lot of those humble bundle games too. If you wait like two more months or another month, it'll be on game pass. 
So I'm finding so many, dude, I, I don't know what it is. I used to spend a ton of money on indie games, you know, that were on my backlog or whatever. And I used to spend a ton of money on these indie games. And now I just wait for them to come on game pass or See, you know to be free from epic games or something do you are you finding yourself doing that um uh, with with indie games i used to be a big indie guy like i would love to buy like a roguelike and just play through that like constantly mm -hmm. like that was my whole stick i was like oh that game looks kind of fun and cheeky like i'll play that but right now it's all been like okay does it go on humble bundle like is it a bundle somewhere okay and if it's not i wait this i wait till it goes on the game pass or some of that and if not that i'll just buy it on i'll buy it on humble for a discount that's what I'm at now. Yeah. Like, you know, I might as well, like... If I want to play it, I'll play it. I've been on for a while, I'll get it. I'm not going to be like, yeah. I need to get this game right now. Like, not anymore. Like, unless it's like Temtem, which we'll top down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, no, that's, that's, that's uh, you know, about our backlogs. I mean, I think, is that safe to say that, you know, for backlog, just... Play what you want to play. If a new game comes out, just do you, know, you player. That's all you can do. Just do you player. Yeah. Just, just let's get rid of that term backlog period. Let's just get rid of that term backlog period. Let's just call it games that I hope to play someday. My, you know, <laughs> my addiction. Yeah. Just games, games that I hope to play that I bought on a sale somewhere because at the time it sounded awesome. There we go. that time again folks each week we also like to discuss the newer old games that we are playing or what we like to call what is tickling our funny bits jesse what is tickling your funny bits this week i've been playing pc building simulator because i'm a filthy scrub <laughs> no i love this game because it's just like you're building pcs turn them on and i love the whole i love building pcs it's like it's like my guilty pleasures like i would spend 500 bucks just to get like new stuff for my pc like yeah that's put in there but this game, like, it fills it fills that joy of like just doing that. But then it's like I can't enjoy it because I'm just building this in you know in virtual reality, and you know <laughs> it's it's like I wanna I wanna touch it. It's like I want this new case that costs like three hundred dollars real life. But yeah, no, this, this game, yeah, that game is just so weird to me. It's weird, but you know what? I enjoy it. It's like. It's like, yo, dog. I'm. I heard you like play, building PCs. Well, now you can build a PC on your PC, and now on your Switch and Xbox as well, which I thought was totally hilarious. It's like, wow, really? I can finally <laughs> tell my Xbox. Oh man, I can't wait. The wife actually catched me like late at night. Like, what are you doing? I'm building a PC on my Switch. It's like, yeah. Just go home. It's like um those, those kids that parents keep telling them no for a PC, so they just resort to playing, you know, <laughs> PC, PC simulator on their Xbox. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Someday, mom. Someday, someday this will be mine. I'm gonna blow three thousand dollars on this PC. This is my dream PC. Uh, That's right. Yeah, and then I've been playing uh, more Temtem because I got a problem, and that game is a freaking challenge. But I love it. And I finally Are got my still a lot of people playing it. Oh, there is, there dude. Are, it's pretty populated still. It's still pretty populated. Like the I was talking about last week that the server times were so long. They finally add more servers. It felt like. And it's just okay. like, it's like you're actually in, and I've seen a lot of people like this in one area just grind out like temptems, and I've been guilty of that too because I've been trying to do luma hunting, and I find yeah. my first one. And lumas are the shiny versions of the, the temptems. Okay. So they look kind of like more cute. It's like, oh, look at you! You're not green. Like, I'll take you. But it's orange. It's mine. It's my favorite thing. 
And that game's That's interesting. A, that game's a freaking like it's like I know I've been praising Pokemon Short and Shield like a few months ago. It just feels like the whole the wild area, which we were like, this could have been so much better. It's what the wild area should have been. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not like the, the, the oh, let's go to a raid battle and wait for five minutes for, for someone to join up. It's like, no, not like that. Just like, yeah. oh, let's, let's play around. Let's play around. I know people do. are liking it. I've seen tons of people playing it. Even streamers that, even some big time streamers that probably would never dare touch a, uh, an indie type of game, like are playing the hell out of it. Um, it's It's not my cup of tea, but I mean, I think it's cool. You know, people complained the first couple of days because there were server issues and they couldn't get on. But I think it's cool for a company to put out a game that they're really not done with, but it to be so overwhelmingly popular that it breaks the servers. You know, I know that's bad from a business perspective and, you know, but it's also really good to have that problem. It is. You know, because if you have that problem, then you know you're doing something good for the game. Um, you, you've, you've got a hit on your hands. When the servers break because people are loving it, but you weren't expecting it, now you've got a you've got a bad problem, but you've also got a good problem. So anyway, that's just kind of my you know my my thoughts about stuff like that. All right, definitely. But Jeremy, what is doing your funny bits? I am currently working through the Mass Effect trilogy. I never finished the Mass Effect trilogy. I played mm-hmm. one, um, bought two, and bought three, and never played them. And when I, I, I finished the first one. Um, so when I sold my Xbox 360, probably about four or five years ago, um, I sold the games with them. So I never got to play Mass Effect 2 and 3. So they've kind of been on my list of games that I've always wanted to finish. And so I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to play the Mass Effect trilogy. So I beat the first game in probably about a week. And I'm almost done with the second game. I've been working on it oh. for about a week and a half. Maybe about two weeks now, I guess. Um, so I am on game number two. I'm almost finished with it. And I am loving every second of it. I think it's a great game. I think, again, it's just one of those gems that Bioware oh, just... Two is downright fantastic. <sighs> I love it. It's so good. The characters are so good. The companions just make that game extremely... They do. I don't know. Just good. I mean, it's, it's, it's just a good game. And it's one of those games that... It's one of those trilogies that... Even if you don't like the third one, which a lot of people kind of aren't happy about some of the things... I've never... I don't really know the whole story yet. Um... But even if you're not happy with the way the trilogy ended, you should still be happy of what you got along the way. You know, and I'm so happy with characters. I love the characters. I find myself just thinking about the characters and wanting to just basically just have a spinoff game for every companion. <laughs> uh, you know, like, every, pretty I, feel much, like yeah. I feel like every companion needs like a spinoff game just to know their story. Um, I know they're not, that would never, ever happen. But in my mind, I think, you know, how did Garrus so good at being a sniper, at becoming a sniper? You know, or, you know, like things like, you know, huh, Miranda said she was genetically engineered, but what was that like? Where's was the hot torture? chick lab? Where's, <laughs> where did you get the hot chicks in this lab? Like, okay, not here, cool. <laughs> uh, you know, so things like that, you know, that I, I find myself thinking about. And if I yeah. can think about that and go, man, it really gets me. Um, but no, Mass Effect 2, I'm almost done with it. I love it. I'm going to play Mass Effect 3, then I'll move on. So uh, Mass Effect will probably be tickling my funny bits for at least the next three or four weeks. Um, but after that, I'm going to move on to something new uh, that I'm kind of – I'm probably going to go ahead and do Chrono Trigger. I'm 
I'm modding my SNES Classic to, oh, you know, to you, kind of unlock nice. some things. Nice, yeah, nice, I'm pretty nice. excited about it. I'm pretty excited about it. So, you know. But that is what is tickling my funny bit. What game releases do we have this week? Because it looks oh, like pff. it's picking up. Oh, boy, is it picking up. Oh, dear God. Let me just take a deep breath right here because we're going to run for this list as fast as we can for the week of February 3rd. Donna Fear, PS4 on the 3rd. Life is Strange 2, complete series for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC on the 4th. Monster Energy Supercross 3 for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC on the 4th. The Dark Crystal Age of Resistance Tactics, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC on the 4th. The Sims Sims 4, Tiny Lynn, PS4, Xbox One on the 4th. Zombie Army 4, Dead War, PS4, Xbox One, PC on the 4th. Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, PS4 on the 6th. Nights and Bikes on the Switch on the 6th. <laughs> Kuni, Kunai on the Switch and PC on the 6th. And the Turing Tests on the Switch on the 7th. <sighs> what do you see that all of the, pretty much every game in that list Four. <laughs> yeah. What else? Uh, they're all on the PS4 pretty much. Yeah, PS4 and Switch. And it's all on the 4th, I guess. Yeah, all on the 4th. Yeah, a lot of those games are coming out on the Switch, which is really... Could you imagine are. the Sims on the Switch? Why have they not ported that to the Switch yet? I'll blame EA. Like, that would... Oh, are there any EA games on the Switch? Yeah, soccer. Yeah, but I heard that I heard I got really bad reviews because it was, like, so, like, downgraded. Uh, Yeah, I could see that. Because they use... um, I forget what engine they use for that. But, yeah, I could see that. I could see yeah, that. Frostbite? Yeah. Yeah, the Frostbite engine. That's what it is. I was thinking... For some reason, I was thinking Cryo. But, yeah, Cryo, Frostbite, same thing. Yeah. Um, no, um, so... There's a few games on there that caught my attention. Number one, The Sims has a tiny living section. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, I always want to take a dump where I eat. You know, just just saying. I think that's kind of funny. That's kind of cool to catch on to that craze. Um, yeah. Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, that is actually a, um, a, a, I believe it's a ported game from, like, um, a mobile game. That's what I thought. Yeah, it, it sounds like it's. Uh, but it's coming to PS4, um, and people are really kind of excited about this game. I've watched if you if you like anime, I've watched some of the videos, and oh boy, it is very anime. Um, oh boy, you know, like, I can't like, wait to be judged because I played an anime game because I love anime that much. It is very very anime game. I'll let my weep flake fly here. Let's go. Yeah, but anyway, I it, it looks kind of neat. Um, I mm-hmm. probably won't play it, but I think that's the one that looks kind of neat that I've seen on that list. Um, the video, the intro video on the trailers looks super good. So if you've ever seen the trailer, look at it. It's, it's really, it's pretty neat. Yeah, uh, but reminds I'm gonna, me of like some old school anime. I'm just gonna call it like an off with me because nothing out here is like jumping out at me. Yeah. Even though I see the word tactics in the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance tactics, it's not a tactics I want. Yeah. No. So I want Final Fantasy tactics. There you go. That's the tactics we all need. That's that's what we want. I don't know, to get on that uh, square, let's go because you know releasing all your games soon. Hopefully, you'll make tactics and tactics advance thing again. Let's go. Come on, like how long have been waiting here for a tactics advance? Because I want some tactics advance here. Heck, I want tactics advance too. You know how fun those games were? Those games were freaking hilarious. Those games are fun, and I want more That's of right. that. <sighs> anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesse gets excited from time to time when he hears the word tactics. So it's it's like a you know it's like a like the like the secret like a safe word. It's like ooh <laughs> tactics. Anyway, let's move on. But safe word muggle. <laughs>
that ending time, folks. It's time to sell out promoter content. So, Jesse, let's let the good folks across the world know where they can find us. Oh, boy, you can come find me at Mixed.com slash tap around playing games pretty much every freaking day I get a chance to. Uh, come watch play Temtem this week. I'll be doing what I do best, which is yell at Temtem for dying so fast. And also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tapper, where I'm trying to post it more regularly. And uh, Jerry, where can we find you at? Well, I've actually been streaming on the old purple side, the old Twitch side here lately. I've been having a good time doing it, and I think I'm going to stick with it for a while and see where it kind of leads us. Um, so you can find me at, on Twitch at Mr. Skyroby. That's M-R-S-K-Y-R-O-B-I. And you can find me on Twitter at Mr. Skyroby again. Uh, random stuff. I post random things and, you know. I keep myself entertained with Twitter. <laughs> and that does it for our time this week. Remember, our goal here at the Arcade Raiders podcast is to deliver our crazy, zany, unique perspective into the video gaming world with random musings and discussions. Until next week, have a good time, folks. Enjoy your games. Enjoy your games.